Hello, welcome to our lot in Block 5, the podcast for Gooners by Gooners, and I've got Nick Williams with me, Nick. Hello, Matthew. And Nick, so you've got to keep the noise down, apparently, because the baby. We were all very noisy. You said you were very noisy, and I was very noisy last week. So It was funny, though, wasn't it? I'm on headphones, and I'm on my best behaviour, otherwise I won't be allowed to do it again. It's a baby. How is it noisy? Oh, just the banter. The banter is noisy, John. Uh, On that podcast, I don't recall any of that. (laughs) I reckon reckon Nick was having an angry wank. He was having an angry wank. I I think uh, the point was that he doesn't usually have headphones on. No, I don't know. I normally so you have. You can hear me giggling and John. I speakers and 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 it's only a. Um, and a... I'm quite quiet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Stuart, so Stuart, keep the noise down, everybody. Stuart, Stuart gets turned away from the WI because he's so quiet. So <laughs> <laughs> it's only a partition wall between the spare and the and the main bedroom, and I think. I think uh, Nick's wife wears headphones when they're doing it because it gives her something like interesting to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> you might be right it's been so long I can't remember <laughs> oh dear well let's not go into that so to speak um, and we've got John Rubin hello John hello mate you right. so what were you up to this weekend you uh, were out I went to Suffolk again, weren't you? I went to Suffolk Suffolk to I popped down to see my mum I actually drove home now I didn't stay because I didn't want to drink so um, I popped down there met my mate found out I'm going Belfast uh, it's been agreed in December to see Trigger Man. So if any Block 5 podcast listeners are going to be in Belfast on the 16th of December to see Trigger Man, we'll have a beer. Excellent. And I presume you have to be able to get some more black bacon. Uh, oh, man, I was devastated. I, I had the last lot Sunday. No, I was still other side. And skilling to where to get the black bacon from. That's on the West Coast. So uh, we won't be travelling there because we're basically going into Belfast, going to the gig, staying at his cousins and coming home the next day. Don't they have, like, the, the, the internet or, or, like, Deliveroo or is something in Belfast? You can get someone to put the Deliveroo boy on the ferry to Belfast. And... <laughs> I mean, we can, his cousin might be able to pick some up. But uh, well, I was saying to your mate Saturday night, I said, I just finished a black pudding and all that that day. And I said, I've got one bit of bacon left. I went, and to be honest, I'll be quite glad when it's over. <laughs> it's, I've just been eating so much. <laughs> and, and we've got uh, Stuart Izzard with us. Hello, Stuart. Good evening, and gentlemen. You, you are off undercover yes. this week. Uh, tell I us am. about that. I'm off to Nottingham Forest tomorrow night. Um, <laughs> or as our new pool team name, Not in Me Mum's Forest. <laughs> yeah, we just kind of ditched that after the... No, no, that's our pool team for oh, this is year. It? Yes, oh, we right, finally okay. the name has been granted. So yes, we are in the Seven Oaks and District Pool League with Not in My Mum's Forest this season. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so it's like a home fixture for you then, really. Isn't it? Yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it should be fun. It should be fun. Excellent. So what? Are you, how are you going to go in disguise then? We were talking well, about that I'm, earlier. I'm thinking, because I haven't got any sort of coats or jackets without arsenal on it, I'm going to get myself one of those car air fresheners that looks like a tree, <laughs> and I'm going to put it over the arsenal badge, and I, I think that'll work. Yeah, yes. that that and the green sweatshirt will be good. And two rosy cheeks. Yes, yes. Yeah. And yeah. so, just keep saying things like, football should be played on the ground, not in the air, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's and, 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 and bath. I'm going for a bath. <laughs> right. That is so true, though. That is so true. When I was staying up there in Derbyshire, 
it is all like that. And we made sense. Like that's, 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 his youngest daughter has actually, they've been there, what, a year? And she started saying baff. Whereas <laughs> the older one hasn't. And I said, that's going to come. He said, I can't believe, like, the youngest one, I think, is it Lucy? She just picked it up within months. Yeah. The only part of the Midlands that doesn't say Bath is, is Birmingham, and they say Bath. It's weird. There's a bit of Midlands local knowledge for you. <laughs> oh, I'll add that to my Dennis Bergkamp question. <laughs> well, the thing is, it's like, if, if, if you're going to go to Bath, as in the uh, place with the Roman baths, yeah. you just go, I'm going to Bath. That just sounds shit. <laughs> Sorry to any podcast listeners who just pronounce it like that and live up that way, but come on, where's your culture? Come on, come on me duck. Come me on duck. me duck. <laughs> so um, we come on me duck. <laughs> we uh, we had an exciting uh, Saturday, although um, it all started last week with the Champions League. Uh, did we did we talk about that last? No, I doubt it because it was it played was on the Tuesday. Oh, yeah, sorry, I'm getting my days <laughs> mixed up. So yeah, we started with um, the Monaco. The Monaco. Yeah, sure. Come on, the we'll save the Monaco moment. Oh yeah, when Wayne comes on. Um, we started off in Paris, um, and uh, it was a great start to that game, wasn't it? Yes, yeah. And what a player that Aurier is. Yeah, he's a good link, one. Link with him, won't we? I know. I know Hector's a my favourite player, but what a fucking player he is at right back! Unbelievable. He's got that rec- prerequisite for all full backs, which is just boundless energy, hasn't he? Like he just didn't stop running. Um, and which is what? What? Which is what? Because he went quiet. Oh, we did I? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, I said uh, he's got that prerequisite. Uh, that you need as a fullback, which is just boundless energy. Um, like Tigger. He, did, he didn't stop running, basically. Nice. Uh, up and down that wing all night. And when he went off, I thought, actually, they looked a lot worse, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a to, relief to, to see To be that. honest, it was, it was quite... We were quite shocking, weren't we? As, as I think the team line-up looked... Yeah, it kind of reminded the, me of when from... we played like someone like AC Milan and lost four nil. Yeah, you know, like it was fucking... one of those games where we were just they were just all over us. And if the goals had gone in that needed to go in, especially the the Cavani chances, I mean, oh, oh, unbelievable. God. But what I mean, I've got to say, I thought was all... brilliant. Oh, that, that was what I was going to, John. Oh, sorry, the fact mate. he, the fact, the fact he dropped. Peter Check, you're like, what the fuck? Didn't you learn from the other year that that cost us the first game? Yeah. And he was unbelievable, wasn't he? Absolutely. You know, if there was a one-man performance, it yeah. was him, wasn't it? It, it was phenomenal. And, and That's like before the match, you know, I put on the WhatsApp group, I was fucking hell, you dropped Check for that twat. Yeah. And he, like, he, he was worked. fantastic. It was unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, he, he had, was. He, he, there was no way he was getting the, the goal they scored. Um, but just about everything else, uh, he was fantastic. Absolutely, yeah. It kind of reminds absolutely. me when you see him play for Colombia, and he has games like that for internationally, doesn't he? And you kind of think, 
wow, we really, you know, yeah, we yeah. We, we have signed someone fantastic here when we first saw him. Um, and even in the like this summer, he had some fant- fantastic performances. Yeah, I wonder if it's worth giving Czech a rest and having him slot in. I mean, I think last year he was under a bit of pressure. Czech came in and he's thinking, oh, you know, I want to get back into the first team, but if I fuck up and all that, now he's thinking, I ain't going to worry about fucking up. I just want to prove I'm the better goalkeeper. And yeah. maybe he's, you know. We were, we were, what, what, what pissed me off more than anything, you know, you're going to a tricky away game um, against, you know, what is going to end up being the team that you're going to be vying for top spot with in the group. Yeah. And and he's he's fucking about with that team lineup. No granite shaker oh, again. Shocking lineup. And it? and it, it it's a shit it's almost like you're giving them the head start and we were like rabbits in the headlights, weren't we? We were fucking awful. And and okay, yeah, we rode our luck and you know, thank God we got a goal and <clears> and <throat> great, but fucking hell. You know, you look at that and you think, seriously, I know it's only September, but how on earth can anyone think we've got any hope in that competition when you're lining up and playing like that? It was, it was fucking terrible. I mean, what they were, they weren't great, were they? I mean, they've got some fantastic players. I love Verratti and yeah, um, very good Tweedy and players like that. But they, even they, were losing the ball in midfield. I don't think that was all to do with the, the way we were playing. I think it, a lot of it was down to them kind of bottling it. They kind of did an us, didn't they? They started, yeah. started the league quite slowly as well, haven't they? I think. Yeah, I think losing uh, Ibrahimovic was a big factor for them. They've um, lost other players as well, haven't they? Lost um, David Luiz. I don't know how big a loss that was for Well, Thiago <laughs> didn't start, did he? I, I can't, no. I think yeah. Um, yeah. I think Thiago... Oh. I thought he came, Mota on, came on. Oh, oh right. So, Motta, you yeah. mean? Um, yes, yes. Not, yeah, not. he started, didn't he? Oh, did it, was him, it was him and... Um, who's the other one who's quite handy? Uh, it, was the, it, was other, it was the other Tiago that came on. in the. Yeah. Oh. But, yeah, I mean, they, they didn't... They weren't great. They should have beaten us about 4-1, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, I don't think we can really mask our, you know, our complete ineptitude in every area of the pitch and by the fact that they couldn't put their chances away. Again, he had no idea what to do when we did not have the ball. There was no plan of how to press people, where to press them, where are we going to actually play this game. It was, compl- it was just players running around everywhere doing everything. It was you, Nick, Nick, and you looked at the way you set the team up, it was almost like, let's, let's let them have the ball let, yeah, let's play with the players we've got. Let's play deep and then see what we can do on the camp. But we 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 didn't even do that well, did no, we? we? It we was didn't do that. Fucking... We, we, we didn't do we didn't do anything properly. Do you know what I mean? We were like caught between two stalls, two stalls completely. Yeah. And he has got to think. I said it last week. He has got to find a way that he wants to play because I just don't think he knows. We I don't did think all this last year, over. though, didn't we? Like, we didn't start Giroud last year, and he got the ump. He got sent off in the first Champions League game when he got given the chance. Almost looked like he was trying to get sent off against PSG, that he was so 
It weren't a send Ang- Angry with everything. He was not um, the second. No, year. he can he can be a gobby prick, can't he? That's that's but the I trouble with it. It almost seemed like he hasn't been given a chance, and he comes on with like anger in his 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 belly, and he's he's thrown his arms up in the air, and he actually made the difference. Probably the reason we got back the goal because yeah, we were able to switch yeah. things around and put Sanchez in a sort of wider position. And suddenly we were playing like we knew we could play. Sanchez can't um, play up the middle. He's, he doesn't belong there. He loses the ball. I think in the well, that's why Iwobi shouldn't have started. His Sanchez should have been on the left. What the fuck yeah. is starting Iwobi? It's beggar's belief. It really does. No, a kid, you know, oh, I don't know. Well, Iwobi's a good kid, but he's still a kid. And you're playing him in, in probably the biggest Champions League group game that we've got. Exactly. You know, play Sanchez out there, play Giroud. And if you I don't know. Anybody play Walcott? I wouldn't the, have. I wouldn't have the ump. I wouldn't have had the ump with him. No. Wouldn't, wouldn't Chamberlain a complete cunt that night? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I Again, mean, you're, you're moaning three, about Awobi. Three, three crosses. Was, no, I, I don't think Awobi. But it was Awobi's. It was Awobi's shot that Sanchez followed up, wasn't it? Yeah. It, it's, it's the manager. Starting yeah. lineup. You could have had Sanchez on the left, Walcott on the right. Well, no, Walcott weren't fit, four. John. Walcott what? weren't fit. Walcott no. wasn't fit. He didn't go to Paris. You could have put anybody else on the right then, you know, if you wanted to. But at the end of the day, it gets dark. It was a big game through way <laughs> start. A big game through way to start. And I don't. I'm sure Wenger's just trying to piss people off because Granite didn't start. Granted, as it started, fucking, he didn't even start the weekend. Well, he did try to explain that, didn't he, Wenger, saying that, and uh, basically Stuart called it last week on the podcast, saying that he's played Cazorla and um, Coquelin as a pair, and that's kind of the way he wants to go for it. He wants to play so them as So why sign someone for 30 fucking million quid and go, he's just going to sit on the bench and he'll come on as a sub? What a complete waste of fucking money. Do you know, do you know what? Nenny, who could have done exactly the same thing. Even he's not been playing. He was brilliant last year. They We're not. Have, he said, just stick on Nenny on a bench and save 30 million quid. When I watched that, when I watched the, the, obviously the lineup that played against PSG, and you thought, right, okay, Granite's not started, El Nenny hasn't started. So the other two are going to work their balls off and, and do what they've got to do in a game where you are going to be defended most of the time. So you think like when you when you get the game next against Hull, it's going to be El Nenny and Jacka, or you know Cazorla and Jacka, or okay. El Nenny, and 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 he picks the same fucking two players. Yeah, yeah. And Santi Cazorla on Saturday was arsehole lucky. He should have gone. He, yeah, he should have been gone. sent off. And and I reckon half of that was because he was a bit leggy. He, you know, he uh, looked a bit like yeah. yeah the, certainly the the thing he got booked for originally was a very yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. It, it was pissed it off was. when he was taken off as well. He was properly pissed off. I yeah. know you're right. He should have gone off, but there's something not right. He probably the way where he's playing him or whatever. He, there's something not right. Well, I don't think Santi. I don't think Santi dislikes playing where he plays. You know, I I, I won't slag Santi Cazorla off because I love him, but I I do think like to to pull him out for two away games in a week and play there. It's a big, big ask, and I just, I just thought the fact he hadn't played the other two, you were either expecting both to come in or one certainly to come in and rest one of the others and, and freshen it up. And when you see the same team sheet, apart from the fact he's brought Walcott in on Saturday, you were like, what the fuck? 
it just yeah. he, he beggars belief, Arsenal. The thing he is, really... well, you've got to look at is that he should have walked, but he's not there to make tackles, Gazala. We've got fucking defensive midfielders to do that. And if he'd had a rest, and that had been Xhaka, oh, Xhaka probably would have walked, to be honest, or El Nenny. But it's like, why is... And it's almost like him and Walcott have been told, if you don't start tackling, you're in fucking deep shit. Because Walcott's, a, you know, on the game now, chucking tackles in left, right, centre. And you kind of think, but we have def- they're attacking midfielders. We have people like El Nenny. Cochrane doesn't do a lot anymore. I think he's fucking lost the plot. So it should just be El Nenny and Xhaka, and that's it. They are the two defending ones. Get them on, you know. Yeah. Don't have the sort of stuff. Cochrane fucking attack them back. I think no, Cochrane. I, 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 I mean, I'm not his biggest fan, but I, I, I couldn't really slate him. Um, at the moment, I, I think he's doing all right. It's just why? Why do you need to when you've got an abundance of midfielders? Why do you need to push someone through two games in in like yeah. four or five exactly. days? Well, why are you when, putting, when yeah, you could have putting them in the red for no reason? Like, exactly, anyone, and then moan about injuries. You could have picked anyone on Saturday, really, couldn't we? Within um, reason, of course you could. Of course you could. Balls. yeah i mean i I think that um i mean it was a horror show really on tuesday wasn't it and um the one that hits i mean the one where cavani basically gets hit in the face with the ball well maybe he didn't deserve to score goals if he's going to finish like the way he finished Um, where he went round the keep where he went round off speeder and literally had to just put it on target and he's Bit of his left foot. I mean, that yeah. was shocking. Yeah. 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 So we're quite glad we didn't. But say fuck him. it, <laughs> fuck it, because we've we've had enough miserable nights. Exactly. We? We'll, we'll take that. It's yeah. a good result. Yeah, it's, it's a, a good, good result. Start. It's fucks up better than Spurs's. And we can't play. We can't carry on playing this shit, can we? Got to get better. Well, it's kind of like we took our time last season trying to find a way to play, didn't we? We had all these kinds of discussion last season. Um, so, if, I mean, if you are a new listener, please do go back and listen to the previous episodes. <laughs> um, if you're really that fucking bored. Oh, wait a minute, come on. Particularly uh, about Christmas. provide a lot of sucker for the modern football fan. Well, no, I was thinking, particularly around Christmas time, uh, you know, when we had uh, Roy Castle playing the, the bed. <laughs> yeah, you really have to go sink. back and listen yeah, to some of those. Bed Castle's kitchen sink. Yeah, that one. But um, it turns out we haven't won three Premier League games for since Christmas last year, doesn't it? Um, yeah. In a row, which is pretty much what we knew as we went into 2016. We we just were so inconsistent, and uh, although we had a pretty decent sort of end to the, the our first half of last season, it became apparent that you didn't know what kind of Arsenal was going to turn up. Um, yeah, I think they're still like that, Matt, to yeah. be fair. I think I think Saturday's a very hard one to call because Chelsea looked shit on Friday against a, a Liverpool side that blow hot and cold. But I wouldn't like to call Saturday's game against Chelsea. I'd like to think we'd start Granite Xhaka, we'll start Giroud and we'll fucking tear him a new one. But knowing Arsene Wenger, he'll stick a Wobie up top He'll he'll bring uh, whoever in. He'll probably Jeff. play the same eleven as last week. Yeah, just I just... would start with Xhaka and El Nene together in the midfield, 
and let Xhaka roam a little oh, bit. Oh, I'd like to see Santi alongside Xhaka for me. Maybe put Santi on the left. If you want to play Sanchez up front, if you're so hell-bent on not playing Giroud, then put Santi on the left. Nah, yeah, we put no, fucking put Sanchez on the left, stick Giroud through the middle, whoever he wants out on the right, Ozil, and then play Xhaka and Pizzola together. I think that um, the, the, concept, the, the preconception was that Granit Xhaka was a defensive midfielder, and that's why we had bought him. However, Wenger said that he sees him as a box-to-box player. And that yeah. goal. Um, well, should we talk about the whole game? Yeah. yeah, let's talk about the whole game. Because, I mean, Hull had, a, about had, goal. had a pretty decent start, didn't they? They had won some big, quite big games. Yep, yeah. And they gave Man United a run for their money as well, which maybe doesn't look as good now. But <laughs> it took them to about the 93rd minute or something, whatever to... Yeah, um, score and then uh, break one of their fans' arms in the celebration. Um, but for Arsenal, we looked we, like we we bossed it, didn't we? They they just wanted they just sat deep, didn't they? And invited us on really. And I would suggest that Iwobi, as a player, is a very good player in that situation. Yeah, um, because he's got a great touch. He's prepared to run on through midfield and try and score. Yeah, which is a big plus yeah, but he, in that does, sort of situation. He does like give and go, doesn't he? Whereas Oxley Chamberlain just runs. And <laughs> yeah, I, I think Awobi Awobi is is a, an absolutely fantastic player. Absolutely oh, fantastic. I mean, I, the, I, the back heel to Walcott is sensational, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And absolutely his superb. overall play, the way he was getting on the end of things, probably deserved the goal, the first one. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, the fact he's there for it, wouldn't it, you know? Well, Sanchez knew nothing about it as well. No, no. But, you know, when we're, even Coquelin was getting forward in that game and we were, and possibly should have had his, his first goal if it wasn't for the handball, um... But I mean, we even though we won four one, kind of looked at times like it could all go wrong again. Um, missing well, a pe- missing a penalty. Why? Why was that? And that that again that again pisses me off. Arsene Wenger's come out at the end of the game saying he doesn't know why. Yeah. Fucking think. Well, fucking, you're the boss of the football club. It shouldn't happen. It yeah, no, fucking see, shouldn't. They did say the orders work as all it would take the penalties. Right. And Sanchez decided to take it instead. Right. So he's so saying, like, why? Well, maybe he doesn't know why on the pitch. Sanchez turns around and goes, I'm taking this. Gazzola's just. Gazzola should have been stronger and said, I'm the penalty taker. Because that stat, I can't match the day. And it, uh, Sanchez is the only Arsenal player to take more penalties and miss than <laughs> any other right. Arsenal. John, 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 you're, you're employed by whoever you're employed by, you're told to go and do that and you decide not to fucking bother and do something else, I'd fucking sack you. Let's sack Sanchez. <laughs> well, no, but hold, hold on, Matt. Hold on, Matt. Be it football, be it anything, anything in life, anything in life, you're told or, or you've got to follow a certain thing, you don't just fucking change it. If it was that Sanchez was had scored twice and he was on the hat trick, you could enough. maybe understand yeah, a wink yeah, to the bench, course, yeah. a wink, a wink to the bench, or something like that. The fact he's done that 
ahead of Santi Cazorla, just goes to show how fucking little-led our football team is. Yeah, but there's the, also a bigger picture there, Stuart. I mean, with, with, with Alexis Sanchez, he's asked for apparently for to be the highest play, player at the club, a load more money than he's on now, and he's on the same as Walcott, which, if he's judging it by Walcott, yeah, he should be on a load of more money. He's <laughs> been really greedy on the ball recently. Um, yeah, well, to be honest, Nick, I couldn't give a fuck. He, he can I, I fuck off. There's, there's, he there's can fuck at, off. There's, there's his attitude factored in there. Well, he probably missed you. Looks like he might fuck off. Any Juve want him? Wait, yeah, well, good. Let him go, John. Let him go. I'm, I, I, I don't think it'd be that hard to to sort something else out. I'm not. I'm not that bothered about it. We need a captain that has has the you know that the manager trusts on the pitch and that won't let shit like that happen. Yeah. 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 That's the point, isn't it? This is where the who oh, don't really need a captain yeah. bollocks uh, yeah. comes yeah. to comes home to roost. That that does that that did wind me up sadly because I've I was watching it in here, watching soccer special and whatever, and I went through it with Charlie. I said we've got a penalty, and it can't come back through. And I went, oh yeah, we've just missed it, Sanchez. And I thought to myself, well, Cazorla's on the pitch. Why the fucking hell is he? So I didn't... And that's the whole point. He's been scoring the penalties. Yeah. He's a pretty dependable penalty taker. We know Sanchez has missed them. Yeah. The it's just yeah. ego. I... Ego's at play. Yeah, but then... And Sanchez if... is probably too uh, too sort of gentle-hearted to But if it's something like them. that, Matt, what I'm, sa- what, what I'm more it's, trying it's, to get it's across... The it's the boss that has to reprimand him. Yeah, and... and... If you no want instruction... Public, you know what I mean? Just don't do it in public. It, may, it just antagonises things and it's all over the papers. Yeah. Oh, there's the rift and all this. Just cut hold of it. But you are right about the captain thing. Because if Adams had been there or Vieira and it had been like Ray was the fucking penalty taker or Murray was a penalty taker and fucking Ray Parler come up went, oh, I'm having this and missed... Adams or Vieira would have just fucking knocked him out at half-time. Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> Can you imagine what not Perez got when they did that shenanigans? Yeah. 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 Can you imagine how much grief they got? Weeks of it, I'd imagine. That just, you just wouldn't get it at the football club at that time. And that, that again, is the manager. It's coming from Exactly. Here. And that's more what my point is about all this. It's, it's not the fact that someone else did take it and, and blah, blah. It's the fact that if, if that's going on, if he wants to say something else to the team about this is what we're going to do with this, if they're not fucking listening about a simple thing that you're the penalty taker, what the fuck are they doing with everything else? Yeah. That's, that's where I think Arsene Wenger is, is, is gone. He's lost now. I, I, I said that last week, then I Stuart, after that lineup, and I went, you know what? I'm slowly walking into the Wenger out camp because uh, <clears throat> you can't have shit like that. No, you can't have that sort of shit going on. You know, no. I mean, the team choices is, is ludicrous. You know, you 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 don't put. It was was he the highest paid sign? It was he the highest. You know, uh, the most expensive signing, Zaga, 35, 36, whatever he was, you don't stick that on the fucking bench. Particularly <laughs> as he was absolutely sensational at Watford. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he made us win that. I mean, you can see what Watford did to Man United. They're no mugs. And he, I know you're the shit. We, like. we controlled that game with ease with him in the team. Short passing, long passing. He was a masterclass of midfield play. He was great. Can we talk about the goal? Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, walking along, I mean, I was singing in the pub, a song, walking in a jack of wonderland. Because I didn't see the There's game. only one <laughs> granite jacker. I just saw a clip of it on, uh, was it on Twitter? Someone put it on there or whatever. I said to my mum, I said, mum, look at this. What's I'll put it on WhatsApp, John. Yeah, it's a, what a goal. It's unbelievable. And that's him now. That's him now benched for twelve weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never, yeah. shooting from outside the area. Do you naughty know, boy. That should have been a short pass. Yes, you naughty boy. You know what, what I wanted that, to know. Yeah. What I want to know, though, John. What I want to know is who nicked his puppet. Oh, he gave the sock puppet thing, didn't oh, he? he? He looked like he wanted sooty on his hand. Yeah. I didn't, was he telling Wenger to shut the fuck up? He, yeah, he, he'd, missed, he'd missed sooty. Sooty wasn't there. He <laughs> did give an explanation about it, but I didn't read it. But there was uh, an explanation for, why he did that. Uh, just, maybe just maybe for what our he said, international listeners, sooty is a uh, small bear. <laughs> It's not a racist thing. Yeah, and, yeah. and maybe, maybe what you should do next week is draw a bit of lipstick on the inside of his thumb and his <laughs> other finger and then put a couple of little dots of eyes and do yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, what was the sort of wah, wah, wah uh, yeah, with his hands? Yeah, time, didn't he? I'll look it up in a minute. But he got some grief from... Um, the Hull fans, maybe. The, the Kosovan Hull fans or something. No, look, I'll tell you what, though, that uh, the video of the goal that I put on the podcast page, right, I've had a look, 572 people saw that video on that page, yeah. only 83 people liked the page. You need, you need to talk to <laughs> our social so media manager, John. 83 don't people Don't get like so that. hung up. It's We're just... getting the impressions, that's fine, John. Talk to the social media manager, John. It takes a lot for someone to like <laughs> a page, but please... got nothing to do with social media manager. He's in charge of Twitter. Well, all right. So anyway, <laughs> it was a good it was a good win, wasn't it? That's it was a good win. It, it, uh, I, I'm going to say something that may be a bit controversial here. I thought Theo Walcott was excellent. Oh, Do you know what, Matt? Do you know what, Matt? I was so hoping you said it because I sort of wanted to, but I thought I can't. I really when can't. At, when you look at the game and the way we played, he he. Um, he put, pulled the ball back for a Wobi in the first goal. Yeah. Um, he pulled one back, he pulled back before that for Sanchez that he missed. Yeah, he pulled back the ball to um, Coquelin, who got the penalty. He also had a couple where he put through and he just blazed it over. Yeah, OK, but so... He was listen, quite, listen, Nick, 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 the fact he's even done what Matt's already said is just a bonus, isn't it? Yeah. Because, you know... When you're playing with ten men every week, it is yeah, giving we, every team head start. Standards, can we? We have to judge him by what we want at the club, not at his standards. We, no, we but know. I think if you look at that performance and the way we played and how he was pretty disciplined, he didn't rush into the box all the time. He stayed out on the wing where he could do some damage. He crossed the ball well, which is saying something. I mean, he kept them low and hard. Um, because of the way that Hull were defending deep and the height they've got in, at, the, at the back as well. There's no point in in crossing the ball for headers to the midget Sanchez, although he can leap quite high. But um, I think that he got back and defended well. He put in a few 
uh, equaliser sort of tackles. Yeah, and do you, know, do you know what? I don't he looks think interested. Right. Do you know what? No, no one expects him to be Cristiano Ronaldo or or, or, or something, you know, out of this world. Yeah. But when, when you watch him, fact, when, when you when you watch him, not give a fuck and not do anything, that's what really grates. Yeah. For me, it, it is like when he's been playing, it's like having ten men. If he's now contributing to the team, I, I you know, I'm not worried if he doesn't score, but. Like you said, he's put balls in, he's tracked back, he's worked hard. That's great. We're back to 11 men again. Yeah. You know, so I I don't hate Theo Walcott. I hate a lazy, can't give a fuck Theo Walcott. I, like I would any player in that Arsenal side. You just want players to, to dig in and work hard. And it, yeah, it's good that he's probably finally realised that this could be last chance alone. The fact he didn't go with England. I, I do think as well... The fans that boo him doesn't help because you're not gonna you're not gonna get that confidence back. No, but he I'm has got. He, fan but they won't boo if you perform. No, exactly, John. Exactly. If you show willing and and dig in and and put in some tackles, you know, do the the Joel Campbell thing of last season. <laughs> but look then, where that got him. Yeah, I know. But, yeah, I know. But what I'm saying is, if if you put in a shift with the team. You're not going to worry about the fact he might not have scored or or he hasn't done this. No, you'll you'll forget that because he's put in a shift. It's I've when got you watch him anyway about Jacques' celebration. Go on. Yeah. Apparently, it's to silence his critics in Switzerland. <laughs> no, it is. What he said was apparently come out of a statement where he said because his parents uh, come from Kosovo, yeah, yeah. said he'd happily switch. Uh, to you know, Kosovo as a player, and the Swiss media accused him of lacking commitment to the national team. So, um, ah, he was silencing his. Uh, but he's not. He's not going to Kosovo, is he? He said he's staying with Switzerland. Well, what he said is, he said in August, Zaka released a heartfelt statement revealing FIFA denied him and Switzerland teammates Shakiri Baram the chance to represent Kosovo at international level because they'd appeared at Euro 2016. However, reiterated his desire to do whatever he can to represent the Kosovo national team in the future. So the Swiss media have counted him off, saying that he's got no commitment, and so basically you give it that celebration. Uh, saying that, take that, you Tobler, yeah. Toblerone chomping, cuckoo-clock yeah. bastards. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'd never get back to slagging off Theo Walcott. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's get back to normal service. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. No, it was. I mean, let's look at the comparative performances between Theo Walcott and Wayne Rooney at the weekend. <laughs> so, you saying that? See that uh, Serge Gnabry's goal post on? Oh, oh yes, yeah. now that was oh. a cracker, wasn't it? The, the anger in that goal. I mean, that that was an angry wank goal, wasn't it? <laughs> It was an angry wank goal, yeah. <laughs> he fucking hammered that. Yeah, like he's with his cock. Like he's with his cock with a hangover. You know, he, he was injured for the best part of the season, and I think we all knew he was going to be a decent player. I, th- I think he probably demanded a move, and I don't blame him. No, well, I did put that on the thing, and some, when I posted the goal on the page, some bloke just said, like, we had to sell him because he refused to sign a new deal. Yeah. He'd gone on a free in January. Well, yeah, I don't blame him for refusing to sign a new deal because he's looked at people like Walcott when he was playing a bit shit 
Chamberlain when he's playing shit and thinking, I can't get in a team. He's doing great for the, like, his national team or his under-21s, whichever yeah. part of it he represents. And he's just seen Joel Campbell get fucked off. He put a decent shift in last season and he's probably thought, I may as well go. Well, I mean, he was, I mean, he was injured for a long time, wasn't he? And, uh, yeah, I was going to say, he went on loan he, to West Brom last season. Yeah. West, West Brom never played him. That's Poulis being a tit. But they never played him. And he, I think he had his share of injuries and, and whatnot mm. last season. But, yeah, you, you would have liked to have seen, I think maybe if he hadn't gone to the Olympics and he'd have had a pre-season, maybe that would have been more of a chance. But done away, good luck to him. So good luck to him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, we got a, a decent amount of money for him. I think four and a half four million or something yeah. for a young player. Probably could have got more than that if he'd stayed a bit longer. But if he stays fit, but, I reckon you give it. If he carries on the way he's going, end of this season, he'll be worth a shitload of money. Yeah, I think you're yeah. right, John. I think you're right. It'll be a thirty million pounder next summer. Yeah. Okay. Well, so um, thirty million. So it's been a relatively good week then for Arsenal um, on the pitch. And I think um, with all the Theo talk, it's probably a good time. No, not this shit. <laughs> <laughs> to delve once more into the angry bank. Into the angry bank of Theo Walcott's mind as we read, Matt reads out Theo Walcott's autobiography. So, um, this week, uh, Theo talks about his integration into the Arsenal team. Um, I'm I'm going for a piss and a fag. And he... um, So what Theo said? Yeah, but he said, I'm going for a piss and a fag. That's how he got integrated. There's a a, a story about um, how he had to appear on a photo shoot with Adebayor and Diaby and had to stand on... Uh, some phone directories to try and get the height um, rectified. Come on. But he... Was, was the army dressed up like a mummy? Was he all bandaged up and shit? One of those full-body plaster casts. He also briefly mentions how pristinely clean everything at the club was <clears> and <throat> how annoyed Emmanuel Adebayor was with Nicholas Bentner that he didn't take his shoes off when entering the dressing room. <clears throat> Uh, which he he says contributed to him leaving. Yeah. <laughs> which yeah, no, nothing to do with the massive money that Man City paid for him. Um, so this is this is an interesting point that uh, he he talks about Thierry Henry a fair bit in the early chapters, and it says that he was the first one to give him a nickname, which is an important part of uh, your your uh, role in a football club. So. Here we go. Thierry gave me my first proper Arsenal nickname. Whenever I went into the dressing room in my second season at the club, he'd shout, Lewis! Which was enough to make all the other players crack up laughing. Thierry thought I looked like Lewis Hamilton. Bit racist. Who burst onto the scene in Formula One at the start of 2007. I couldn't see it myself, but it made the rest of the lads happy. Still, Lewis was an important improvement on the other nickname, Sweet Little Boy. <laughs> <laughs> They'd said when I walked into the dressing room because I was baby-faced and clean-shaven. 
I had grown a beard to get rid of that one. These days, I don't really have a nickname at Arsenal anymore. When Sol, came, Sol Campbell came... What are you doing, Stuart? Ask me. Sorry, I'm looking you, I mean, I'm trying to read out one of the most important volumes of our modern age. Stuart's gone for a, for a fag and a piss and, and oh. arguably a wank as well. I'm just... I'm I was going to say, I, was, I, had put, I had put you on mute. Yeah, so you couldn't hear me. how to mute. Oh, <laughs> These days, I don't really have a nickname at Arsenal anymore. When Sol Campbell came back to the club in 2009-10 season, he started calling me Lewis again, mainly when he wanted to wind me up about something. Other than that, it doesn't seem as popular anymore. Maybe it's because Lewis Hamilton isn't quite as popular as he was then when he first broke into Formula One. This is obviously written in 2010. Some of the guys call me T. My dad calls me TJ. That's about it. <laughs> oh dear. So um, he is called T, John. What do you think T stands for? Tit. <laughs> uh, so, um, cunt. <laughs> he then goes on to talk in this chapter a bit about um, the having a burn. Well, he uh, talks about Ashley Cole leaving the club, um, and basically how nobody resented him leaving whatsoever, and they're all still great mates, um, which obviously the fans don't really see but kind of understand that they're all ruthless bastards. This is now, he talks about English players at the club. Now and again, people try to make an issue of the fact there are very few English players in the Arsenal squad, but it's never bothered me. I suppose I, it was quite a big change that summer when Sol and Ashley left, but I never felt like a stranger at the club or anything like that. Part of the deal at Arsenal, part of the reason you go, is that it's a mix of cultures and styles gathered under one umbrella, all trying to play great football. It's not as if there aren't English lads at the club now anyway. Craig Eastman, who played mid midfield or fullback, in the, is an English player, who had come through the youth ranks and is now on the verge of the first team. Jack Wilshere, who had become an in integral part of England's plans, in another, is another graduate of Arsenal's academy. Kieran Gibbs might have challenged for a place at Fabio Capello's 2010 World Cup squad if he hadn't broken his foot midway through the season. Defenders Thomas Cruz and Carl Bartley both have a Champions League appearance to their names. There are others too. <laughs> Even though sometimes you have to go out on loan first, J. Emmanuel Thomas, Henri Lansbury and Sanchez Watt have all made a mark playing for clubs in the Championship. And Nicholas Bentner speaks the language so well, he's practically English. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, God. It's nice to have a few English guys around, but it's just as important to have diversity. I've got a few video clips on my phone of Emmanuel Abue and Alec, uh, uh, Alex Song doing this dance they do every day in the changing room at the training ground. They the Fab and Bumpers dance. They stick some African music on loud and just start jiving away. He sounds like he's about 70. When he yeah. Equal opportunities employer. Right? Yeah, I was going to say, I bet they get their cocks out. They're brilliant. <laughs> Sometimes Song does a different dance that involves putting an F1 driver's helmet on his head. Okay. Ibuwe, yeah, no, that's just his helmet. Ibuwe wears a suit for that one. It sounds mad and it is. 
they crack me up completely. I mean, I just don't know what he's going on about in this book <laughs> most of the time. It's so hilarious. More of that next week. Uh, and now it's on to Dear John. Dear John. So uh, this is the new feature where John uses all his knowledge and life hacks to help out our listeners with their problems. Um, Now, the first one, John, is from an anonymous listener. Dear John, I am the regular penalty taker for my team and even scored the winning goal with a penalty in the match before last weekend. Hold on, Matt. Start again. Is this from Mr. Escazola? Uh, Matt, Matt, start start that again. Because you sound like fucking Theo Walcott. Right. <laughs> just go, dear John. Oh yeah, just change the voice. This, okay, John. So this comes from an anonymous listener. D- listener, dear John, I regularly am the penalty taker for the team, and even scored the winning goal with a penalty in the match before the last weekend. This weekend, a teammate selfishly decided he wanted to take the penalty, and the dickhead topped a tame one straight at the keeper. I was furious when I took looked away the team manager at the team manager. He just stared at the grass in front of him and looked away like the world was against him. What should I do? You see the Simpsons. You see Nelson Muntz. Mm-hmm. As that player comes back, you go and point and go, ah <laughs> And you never, ever let him take one again, unless it's in a penalty shootout where you need more than one player taking a kick. But other than that, the other option is, as he's running up, just stick your foot out and trip him over. <laughs> or turn around to the captain and say, what the fuck are you doing? Why aren't you telling him that I'm the penalty taker? And then walk off the pitch in a half and sulk and don't come back until the manager gives you a 20 grand pay rise. <laughs> I, I, I played in a game once where um, the oppo were given a penalty and the regularly, regular penalty taker, was, it was their right back, yeah. wasn't allowed to take it because the striker was on a, on a hat trick. He took it, he missed it from the kickoff. We basically lost the ball to their right back. And he turned around from about 25 yards out and stuffed one in the top right corner of his own goal. Really? (laughs) He got sent off (laughs) for unsportsmanly behaviour, basically. And uh, all of his his team chased him up to the... To the uh, the pub. To the changing room. (laughs) It's hilarious. (laughs) That just reminds me of seeing Nigel. Was it... uh, You scored a winner, didn't you, Nick? You are. You, didn't you score the winner in Northampton on our uh, tour? No, I scored the the fifth penalty that took it to uh, Southern Death. And then Big Nose scored the, the one in Southern Death. Oh, right, yeah. The, um, it reminds me of uh, John Bond when we went over, went down to Southampton. That was Shearer's first full game, I think, as um, first full home debut. And we lost 4-2, Shearer got that trick. And then... I think John Bond was it? No, Nigel Bond has scored like a forty-five yard own goal. He just turned around, passed it to the keeper, just straight over his head. 
Total Lee Dixon style. It was quality. William Gallas famously said that he would score an own goal against Chelsea if they didn't let him go, which is when we got him, wasn't it? Um, maybe he should have stayed and scored that own goal. <laughs> yes, probably against us. So, yeah, here's the next one. Um, dear John, I don't really drink very much and I have never taken drugs, but I'd like to learn... I'd like to lead a more rock and roll lifestyle like you and your podcast crew. Do you have any tips of advice? I play poker with my mates once a month, but when, then I spend my winnings at the garden centre. That's from Nat Laguna. Um, so, John, how rock and roll is your lifestyle? I, I believe this is Lee because it's a text message rather than the tweet, wasn't it? Oh, no, it's definitely from Nat. Um, I, I guess he's got a very strange impression about uh, the the kind of drinking and debauchery we get up to. Um, I'm sitting here drinking a cup of tea. Oh, it's just, just, it's made... just like an outtake from Caligula where we go out. <laughs> <laughs> well, my advice is, um, you know, stop living with your mum. <laughs> <laughs> get out in the world meet a girl listen to the song Horace Wimp by ELO and you'll kind of get the idea of what I'm talking about Horace, but don't Horace all go Wimp. out and get hammered it's only Stuart mainly it's only Stuart so, mainly that gets hammered <laughs> you know I'll go to pubs and don't drink I mainly drink soda water because you can't trust fucking bar staff to give you a Diet Coke um, but you know just go and see a band walk around London or the nearest city to you, take in the sights, you know, get a brass in. What I, what I, I think, I think what Tom I've Petty's thought. quite a good coming of age. <coughs> There's quite a good few Tom Petty tracks that are coming of age tracks, aren't they? Yeah, yeah go and get a brass, you know. Well, yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> forget grass, get a brass. That's what I said, get a brass. Yeah, Fill forget the grass. How much shit can you buy from a garden centre, for fuck's sake? Well, I was going to say, you know, don't discount the garden centre. They've got some wonderful um, bottled ales at our garden centre. Yeah, about um, nine quid a bottle, aren't they? Uh, the sort of St. Austell-type uh, bottles that taste like grapefruit or some shit like that. Um, but I'm sure you can probably buy... Um, stuff from the garden centre to uh, improve your rock and roll lifestyle. Certainly, an orchid well placed in your living room is going to do the trick. Or a orchid. Um, what I would say about uh, brasses is that um, when we went to Woodbridge in the summer, um, they had a big banner across the, um, uh, the the main street there. It's like a sort of old um, Tudor sort of street. Uh, the high street it said brass of the year and i pointed it to um i pointed uh jenny uh to it what was she brass of the year you've won you've won darling (laughs) i said put your knickers on you've won i said i said it's good that the prostitute community gets an award ceremony (laughs) um and she just looked blankly at me Sense of humour. No, I don't think she actually knew what a brass was. <laughs> <laughs> but it was funny. Um, yes, uh, talk about brass. Your version's got a whole different, you know, meaning than her version. 
Exactly. <laughs> so uh, what I would say, Nat, is that, you know, don't uh, necessarily, you don't necessarily need to descend to prostitution. Um, Just yeah. stay away from garden centres. Yeah, although I imagine that there's probably... Just, just find your local pub, got a few bands on, you know, don't have to drink, you can go down there, have a sherry or something. A sherry? Uh, He's gone from, like, his living maybe, room. Is maybe, he like maybe, Kenneth Williams? Is that what yeah, exactly. Maybe try chatting to the opposite sex or something like that. You know, fill your boots. Sounds like fucking murder she wrote. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm surprised you didn't come back with your normal answer, John. Have an angry wank. Two two paracetamol, an angry <laughs> wank. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, and that way you won't want to go to the garden centre. To be honest, I mean, you talk about drinking sherry. When I went out, I went on a blind date a few years back now. It's quite yeah. a few years back now. I wasn't surprise, really surprise. <laughs> I wasn't really up for it to be honest but I kind of went my mate's advice was I went I don't really want to go and he just went because I'm not whilst I come out of a lot of shit chatting to the opposite sex is I'm a little bit shy so my mate said look he said just have a few drinks and think that you're talking to a bloke with tits <laughs> <laughs> And so what I was doing was... Is like one of the me. Things, like, and basically it's one of those things where I just said, like, you know, don't really drink a lot. So they try and get you, like, yeah, that's kind of a good thing. And I was just drinking at a time two bottles of pills with a sherry chaser. Sherry? <laughs> 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 enough, I was chatting to the barmaid more than I was chatting to her because Arsenal were playing Spurs that night in the League Cup and the barmaid was a Spurs fan. So, uh, yeah, I never saw that go again, funny enough. <laughs> Sherry Chaser. She must have been thinking, who the fuck is this? It's like Noel Coward mixed with Ray Winston. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Well, I mean... Is, that, is, is there no more? Well, no, that's it for this week. Um, do get your uh, dilemmas in for John. I'm sure you'll agree that the answers he's come up with and the the amount of sherry involved in his answers <laughs> is really uh, worth, you know, tapping into. To be into. honest, I'd actually like a serious question. Uh, yes, get your serious question. I think Nat was being quite serious there. God bless him. I mean, he's, you know, he just wants to get out there and I think you gave a good answer, John, really. You just get yourself out, go down the pub, you don't have to drink. See a band. No, whatever. Have a chat with some ladies. Have a chat with some yeah. ladies. Don't worry too much about it. If they uh, start talking about going to the car park and like, you know, how much is in your wallet, just call the police. And if you fall asleep uh, on the train on the way back, threaten that you're going to kill yourself to the <laughs> station. You're going to die. You're going to yeah. die. And, I'm going to um, die. You're in. You're in Marden. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have a sleeping bag? <laughs> oh dear uh, well yeah and yes please do I need, I need to get more tweets out there about this uh, John it's probably my fault a bit but uh, you know we do have a social media manager who is um, incapable fucking useless <laughs> incapable of doing the basics so uh, <laughs> well, thanks Lee for all you're doing um, basically stopping porny girls uh, following us which is the main is he? thing. Well, yeah, I mean, Twitter is just rife with it, John. 
I don't tweet enough. I need to go on there. I think about twenty percent uh, of uh, the internet and Twitter is just uh, a little uh, bloke in um, the Far East tweeting everybody with pictures of girls. Um, I think I'll just change my username to like Sherry Lover. <laughs> you know, that's <laughs> <laughs> Sherry oh, baby, it's all green. Sherry baby, Sherry lover. Okay, so uh, if you want to uh, write to John, please do. Uh, if you've got any questions about Sherry, uh, <laughs> 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 uh, right. So I think we better move on. It's uh, the next. Please? Bit. Bit of the show is um, it's think of a number. And there's only one for this. There's only one for this as well, isn't there? Yeah. No, no, I think it's a little bit. There's a cup. No, there's only one. If he doesn't I mean, get it, I'll get the um, so uh, this week's number uh, is number seven. And, and if he don't get it, I'm, I'm going to go I'm fucking spastic. I'm, I'm just going to go, what, I'm just going to say one name, one name only, Nelson yeah. Vivas. Yeah, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> okay, so um, the main contenders in this, I would suggest, are Liam exactly. Brady and uh, Robert, Pere- Brady. Robert Perez and... Possibly uh, David Rocastle. Um, there are some other names from the past. Uh, Kevin Campbell. Oh, fuck off. Uh, Riziki. Oh, I do Mr. love Tommy. Mr. Injured. Uh, David Platt. <laughs> no, so it's basically a shootout, isn't it, between Robert Perez, who I love, and Liam Brady, who you love, Stuart. Yeah, and it, it's it's Liam Brady. There's fucking Brady. no, there is nobody, there is nobody better than Liam Brady that's ever played for Arsenal wearing the number seven shirt. I'm I, sorry, I loved Bob Perez. I did. I loved him. Uh, I thought he was a wonderful footballer. The way he played on that left, I've never seen a player, a right-footed player, play on the left like that. Uh, and he had everything, and he was a wonderful player. But Liam Brady gets it from that. I was going to say the. Uh, 53 cup final, the Matthews final, yeah. or the 79 cup final was the Brady final. May not yeah. have scored, but fuck. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. When I was, I was, what was I, seven, seven years of age, or oh, eight years yeah. of age, eight years of age, um, and at the time at school, you had, you were allowed to wear football shirts to school. There was no uniform at Kimsey Primary School. Yeah. So I'd have, an Arsenal shirt, you didn't have the name on the back, but you had number seven. But everybody else that was at Kemsing Primary School that at the time had Liverpool shirts and they had number seven for Dalgleish. And yeah. for me, Liam Brady was a fucking better player than fucking Kenny Dalgleish. He was... <laughs> but, but, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I get that. I get top, that. Top but what I'm saying is they both had the same number at the time. Mm. And he was, without doubt, the fucking greatest fucking player Arsenal Football Club have ever had. 
if he doesn't get this, a long-term servant as well. Yeah. If he if he doesn't get this, if he doesn't get this one, then think of a number. You can there there is only he's it's going to be him because there is only him. Yeah. Absolute fantastic. Have a credit, but yeah, yeah without I, a doubt, David Rowcastle, Robert Perez, absolutely fantastic players for Arsenal Football Club. But if I, Liam Brady doesn't get this one, then we'll have to go back and do number six the, again. Um, what about uh, Vladimir Petrovic? No. Eddie Kelly? No. I've got a glossy photo of Vladimir Petrovic when he used to go over Arsenal in the uh, shed when it was a shop. It was the garden shed uh, down the stairs near the entrance to the North Bank. And they used to sell uh, like Polaroid photos, glossy photos. Got one of Vladimir Petrovic, Tony Woodcock. I think one was Pat Jennings and one was Brian Talbot. So, yeah. I love Vladimir Petrovic. What was a fantastic player. If you've never seen him play live, which probably Matt, Nick, and probably Stuart may not have. I, was uh, a, I think uh, I have. I have think you? I have. I'm not sure when he was going over there. I mean, he was in the very early 80s, wasn't he? Yeah, I, I've been going yeah. since, not regularly, but... I wasn't sure how old late, was Late going. 70s, late 70s, I yeah, started. seen him. So Stuart giving quite, away his age there. Yeah, I, think, <laughs> I was only two. I think I was even only the, club, two. the 70s club retro shirt they sell, because the one Bill always seems to have, I don't know if he's got a, like, a big supply of them in his wardrobe or whatever. You know, which one shall I take out today? Oh, it'll be the old 70s one. But that has yeah. number seven on the back. Which yeah. one am I going to tuck into my, into my jeans today? But, but the, <laughs> just, just everything about Liam Brady, the, the rolled down socks, the, the just... That goal against Tottenham. Yeah, yep. just just yep. a magician, an absolute magician, that bloke. You know, and and broke my heart the day he went to Juventus. Absolutely oh, yeah, broke my heart. heart. Broke even worse when he came back and went to West Ham. Yeah, it it just it just oh that 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 bloke. I used to play football in the back garden at my nan's house when my mum was in there having a cup of tea and having a chat, and you had to go round there. And I used to get a plastic ball out of their shed and start kicking it around the garden and it was always it's Liam Brady on the ball it's Brady on, uh, he was just fantastic the the yeah my my hero my hero he's got to have the number seven for me yeah. please no one can please. stop the force of nature that is Stuart Izzard no it's uh, just fantastic no, just I mean, fantastic he's only, he's only saying what the others what, what we all think and he but so it's uh, Liam Brady is number seven in our uh, Yay. Get in there. Now, talking of back gardens, oh. there's someone, <laughs> he's, he's climbing over the... Oh, no, not ah. He's, he's ah, worked so. out that he can climb over my back fence and he stand in my back, back garden. Then. Is that Dwight Art Lane's un- ugly brother? It is, and... Um, is he coming up your back passage? He is, he's, he's knocking on the... He's, his bulging eyes are looking straight at me at the minute. I'm did, you, did, is, did I find him the other day? Was that his video of him dancing? Um, he is quite upset about that because he said um, there's no way he could compete with the, the body that that man had. Um, he's a bit like an Ewok, really, if you remember them. The younger viewers, it was a bit like... A sort of George Lucas version of Care Bears. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, I better 
Go and fucking let him in, I suppose. Ben Wallace, so we're caught. Ben Wallace, so we're caught. Look at girls. Fuck off, you. How are you doing? Put oh, Matt back on. I, he's got, he's, I, I don't know where he's gone. I'll tell you what, I had a bit of a bad week, boys. What, did you realise you're a Spurs fan? Well, I went I went to my art lane for the Champions League and there's no one bloody there. Nobody, nobody told me. I was up on the shelf side. No, no, there weren't a person in sight. I thought, should I have come on Thursday or did I get it wrong? <laughs> oh Wayne I'll tell you what I had a great night Wednesday absolutely fantastic well uh, to be honest um, I'm going to say this right the first goal was offside definitely yeah and then uh, the second one that was off his shin that was lucky <laughs> and then it was. we definitely should have had a penalty I can't remember I mean I, obviously I didn't see the game I'm just saying that yeah, uh, do, you know, do you know what it reminded me of, Wayne? What? It reminded me of a typical England game at Wembley. Well, it would have been nice to have been invited, but my mates, my Spurs mates, um, Terry... Hate you? They all hate you? Well... I'm yeah, because you're not think... quite... You, you, you're changing your voice a little bit, Wayne. Well, I've had a bit of a, a, bit of a cold... <laughs> oh, chim chimney, chim chimney, chim chim chiru. Bentley from forty and Lennon from two. Hey. So, uh, I heard yeah. apparently you brought a DVD out. Spurs are celebrating the fact that uh, they had the highest records. attendance. They, they they broke all the attendance records for like you know Champions League stuff up here. You know all that old shit. And then Cole Frotch just come back on Twitter. About the time I won in front of eighty thousand people at Wembley, like <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. That was fucking brilliant. Well, I mean, I didn't, uh, I didn't know, I didn't know about. about. Anyway, I've got a bone to pick with you lot. You are right. you Arsenal fans. Oh yeah, yeah. So you sing about Tottenham that we won the league in black and white, right? No, we we don't sing anything about fucking Tottenham. Well, it's you lot. No, no, no. You can fucking hear what you like, you prick. We you, don't. Well, well, you do. You won the league in black and white. Well, I'm telling you this. Although ele- all electronic colour was introduced in the US in 1953, high prices and the scarcity of colour programming greatly slowed down the acceptance into the marketplace of colour televisions. The first national colour broadcast, the 1954 Tournament of Roses Parade, occurred in January 1st, 1954. But during the next ten years, most network broadcasters and nearly all local programming continued to be black and white. Seeing sensation Petty Page and her big record show for CBS was the first television show broadcast in colour for the entire 1957-1958 season. So I think you'll find that there was was colour television in 1958 and we didn't win the league till 1961. So you can take that song and 
put it somewhere. Was still actually in Middlesex was still not. Uh, it was uh, uh, Harringay wasn't a borough of London at that point. It was it was still in Middlesex. Well, Ericsson, Sen, Sen, he's our number twenty-three. Ericsson, Sen, Sen came to play for AVB. To the left, to the right, he's a midfield dynamite. We when he plays for the Lily Whites, he makes those all look too tight. Fuck off, you prick. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, boys, um, so I, 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 I've got to go because uh, uh, yeah, your dad's not Bruce Forsyth, is it? <laughs> no, no. That's Jimmy Savile, isn't it? <laughs> no, no, I to see you, to see you die. <laughs> Is so much better than laughing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, 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 right, I've got to go anyway. Uh, uh, oh, Do that wanker. I love Stefan Freud. Stefan oh. Freud loves me. I love Stefan Freud. Get out of my house. Go on, you. Get lost. You could take that ladder down as well from the, the, the back garden. Oh dear, right, so... Uh, yeah, I think you're going to have to <laughs> fuck him off, Matt. <laughs> Is it getting more and more torturous? Well, he, he sounded like he was from Birmingham tonight. <laughs> That's all right, I don't know. Good fun. Uh, so the next feature is I think he's running out running out of songs as well Matt (laughs) (laughs) yeah we're starting to go through some old players the funny thing is the ones he was singing about the other week who did he play for one of the guys Etienne Etienne Capone do you know what we got I did I say it last week about the uh, Dave Tester his lad, because he was singing, I'm going to rock down to Etty and Capone. <laughs> he's friends with Eric Dyer. He's, he's fucking six-year-old kid. That's all he's singing in the house. <laughs> he's singing that. He's played it to him, and he just keeps singing it. So he's quite addictive. So well done, Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's time for uh, Stu Wants to Be a Stallionaire. Who wants to be a stallionaire? Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, because I'd, I'd forgotten. Is this Nick? Is Nick doing it? Yes. Yeah. It's, oh, it's, it's the tensest feature on any podcast you can download I've, I've on not, iTunes. And uh, this week, Stuart um, is in his third week of... Um, I have... Do you know what? I've spent so much time studying Arsenal at the Emirates yeah. that I forgot to do any questions because I couldn't remember. I couldn't Stuart, remember what it was about. Stuart, I've I've had no sleep this weekend. I need you to start every every well, question. Do you know what? Listen, listen. You need to start every question with the words "Hello Google." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Do you know what? Do you know what, Nick? I think you should get. Most of the questions I've got because well, they are challenge. knowing knowing that you have now logged on to Wikipedia, <laughs> you should get all of these questions right. Of course, we don't cheat on Stuart no, to be a Although the internet only is upon us, only uh, Wayne Kerr uh, cheated. Um, Did he? Well, he yeah, he couldn't even week. get them fucking right. Could no. he, the prick? So, um, who want, uh, John? Have you got a coin? I have indeed. Uh, Stuart, do you want to call? 
Uh, I'll call heads, please. So, Stuart is doing questions on Arsenal at the Emirates in the Champions League. and uh, yeah, yeah, do you want to know whether it's heads or tails, mate? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's tails. It's tails. Right, so who, what does that mean? That means Stuart lost. Yeah. So, uh, and Nick, it who is voice. answering questions on Dennis Burkamp, you get to choose Nick, whether to go first or second. Uh, what well, answer first or answer second? Whatever you want, mate. I'll, I'll answer second. Okay, so uh, your questions on Arsenal in the Champions League at the Emirates. Go for it. Okay. Can I just say, I reckon the reason I was the last one to join the podcast was because you fucking stitched me up. But no, no, crack no. on, crack on. It's not, it's because it's no volume. Crack on, crack on. I did the questions uh, when I got home from work tonight because it's the only time I've ever had. So they're probably going to be a bit shit, but they might even not be correct for all of them. That might just be a repeat of Matt's from the other week. They could be, they could be all, <laughs> of, the, all of those things. So I apologise in, in advance, but I did say last week it was going to be difficult for me. So. Okay. Right. Nice one to ease you in, Stuart. Who scored the first Champions League hat-trick at the Emirates? The first? As an Arsenal player, the first Arsenal player to score a Euro... Well, this did come up the other week anyway, but it was Nicholas Bentner. Yeah, I thought it was quite topical, you know, bearing in mind you're seeing him tomorrow night, the glorious... Yeah, can't wait for Nick. We've only come to see the Bentner... Yeah, we've got a few um, weeks to go, yeah, we've got about another forty odd weeks. Okay. <laughs> Just reminding the set of the uh, the schedule ahead of us. So question two? Question two. What was the highest score? Oh, fuck off. I told you this last week. Oh did you? Oh, there you go. Go on, we'll carry on. What was the highest score that well, I didn't score know? <laughs> in a Champions League game, not in the qualifiers at the Emirates? To, yeah. To, for Arsenal. For well, Arsenal. I, had to, I had to tell Wayne last week that he got it wrong because he thought it was against Braga, but it was against Slavia Prague and it was 7 0. Correct. Just uh, uh, obviously. Keep, keep on coming, Nick. Keep on yeah, coming. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't have any. So problems. why? Because Stuart's just got a guaranteed part of Stella on Saturday. <laughs> Okay, question three. We suffered heartbreak v Monaco last year, but who scored Arsenal's only goal of the game? Against Monaco? Yes. It was the Ox. It was, Stuart, correct. Question number four. Who did we beat in the 2014 qualifying match at the Emirates to go through into the Champions League proper? Besiktas. Correct. Yes. I've studied, mate. I've had three weeks of learning here. Question five for the clean sweep. So, obviously we lost to Man United in 2008-9. But who scored the first goal at the Emirates? Two fouls. Man United. What, the first goal as in The first goal of the, of the match, correct. Yeah, so it... It's the Man United first goal. I, I couldn't possibly comment, Stuart. Well, they scored first. Well, that's what I'm asking for. Yeah. <laughs> 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 You're I asking just, for a smack in the mouth, mate. I'd just like to be clear. It, it, yeah. was, uh, it was Park. It was Park. Park Ji-sung is the yeah. right answer. That's a clean sweep. Yeah. 
But but <laughs> Nick, but Nick, that was another question that Matt asked me. He said, "How long did I hang on to my flag?" And I said, "For eight minutes." <laughs> well, I, I do vaguely remember these questions, but I, <laughs> Jesus I, Christ! Well, it's all right, then, Nick. I'm oh. on. I'm on four hours sleep a night, and you know, give me give me a break. Right. When you're well, like I've... feeding a baby, uh, Nick, you should just like look at Wikipedia and and the history of stuff. It'll give you something Nick. to do while the baby's trying to get to sleep. Nick, uh, mate, it Nick. doesn't work like that. It really, Nick, <laughs> Nick, Nick, Stuart. Nick, you're gonna have me a pint of Stella because <laughs> these questions are bastardized. <laughs> <laughs> Week one questions. So, so, well, you Me. get one wrong, and then I don't need to ask you any more, do I? Basically, no, you do. Unbelievable. Okay, uh, we were going to do all five. So, uh, yeah, Stuart, yeah, yeah. Stuart, uh, is the questions are on, but Dennis Birdcamp. I think we should change. I think we should change the quiz name. Stu wants to be a cunt. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Nick, you've won that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Here we go, then. You you pick a number. Oh, we're doing that. Okay, uh, two. Number two. Who provided... See, now, everyone knows this one. This is probably the easiest. Who provided the gorgeous assist for Dennis Bergkamp's wonder goal at Newcastle? Oh, it came from the back, didn't it? Bold. You fucking shit cunt. I thought you knew about Bergkamp. Was it uh, Perez? It was uh, Perez. Yeah. It was Perez. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's it. I've won. Thank you very much. <laughs> Yay. Okay, keep going. Well, what's your next one, Nick? Uh, ten. No. Well, okay. I'll read number five then. <laughs> In 1997... Dennis Bergkamp received his first red card for a high tackle on which player? Google, Google. Did it? I'm not Googling. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. No, it was Paul Bracewell of Sunderland. There you go. Ole Solskjaer. (laughs) Okay, you ready? Next one, are you going to say a number or shall I just... Just read them out, mate. Okay. <laughs> He's got the ump now, go on. In the 1997 FA Cup tie at the former Sunderland ground of Roger Park, Dennis Burkamp celebrated a fantastic goal with his hand over his mouth. Who was the first player to join him in Sorry, I missed that, Stuart. You broke up. Who was the okay. first? What? First, first in, ni- in 1997, in the FA Cup tie at Roker Park, Dennis scored as Perler in the FA Cup, yeah? Yeah. Put it in the top corner, and he, he walked away with a hand-over-mouth goal celebration. Who was the first player to join him in that celebration? Oh, 97. I don't know, like, Anders Limpar? No, you're fucking miles away I'm, there. So I, I'm thinking, was it Steve? What's his name? The, a young kid. Oh, the, what the Steve Taylor? No, not Taylor. The lad who scored in the Man United game. Yeah. Or was it's either it's either uh, Overmars or I can see Bergkamp doing the hand over his mouth. It was the one where he kind of leaned back and put it in the top yeah. right. Yeah, it? it's a perler. It's, it's a, a perler. Oh, what's his name? Stephen. 
You're going to say Stephen Hughes. Yeah, that's you? it. That's yeah, because I'm... his face was the one, and I was hoping Nick had done his homework, but it wasn't. It was Nigel Winterburn that was oh, the first really? one. Yeah. That's a fact. So how many of people were in that shot that did it? There was four. There was Merson, Winterburn, Stephen Hughes, and Dennis. And Dennis. Yeah. yeah. Merson was the last one to join in. Right. Okay. Is this Great the last question, question? By the way, Stuart. Love that yeah. question. Who's. This is the last one, right. In 1998, obviously, penalty shootout, FA Cup, third round. Versus Port Vale, Dennis Perkamp took the third penalty, which he scored. Lee Dixon missed the first, but who scored the second? That's not really a question about Perkamp, is it? Of course it fucking is. That's a good point, uh, actually. What? Uh, on your standards, Stuart. <laughs> well, OK, <laughs> then. OK, Burkamp's then. I'll have... third, who... Who, it doesn't really second. matter. It doesn't well, really no, no, okay, then. Okay, then. Okay, then. Okay, then. I'll, I'll ask another question. How many goals did Dennis Bergkamp score in his first season at Arsenal? Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, what, league goals? Goals. <sighs> it took a while to get going, didn't it? Took he? a while for Google. <laughs> took a while to get going. <laughs> um, I'm going to have to guess... All goals, all competitions, yeah? Not that we were in Europe, were we, that year? Um, You're fucking Googling, you I'm not Googling. Thinker. I'm not Googling. I'm going to go with 23. No, it was 16, mate. There you go. See, I'm not Googling, am I? Okay. Well done. So and I've certainly so won a point. Stuart wins. Stu wants to be a stallionaire this week. Stu wants to be a stallionaire. But actually... Yay! I'm the only person so far that's lost to Stuart that's actually going to have to buy him a pint. Because <laughs> <laughs> all the other bastard, miserable bastards aren't coming to the game. I actually had a tie-break question. This, this is your chance to maybe get some uh, respect back, uh, Nick. I, I, I Respect from so, who? Well, well, we can't have a tie-break. I don't well, no. need it. Well, no, I know, but I thought I'd well, ask no, anyway. there's no fucking point. Well, I'm going to ask it anyway, just for fun. I'm not going to fucking play. So there's a, a video on YouTube called Dennis Burkett Magic, which shows that uh, goal against Newcastle. Um, how many views do you think it's had Ooh. on YouTube? Just as oh. a quick guess. 13 million. Stuart? 13 million and one pound. <laughs> <laughs> 12 million. <laughs> John? Yeah, I'll go one under. Uh? John, do you want to go? I'll say about four and a half million. It's two and a half million, actually. It's quite disappointing. Oh. <laughs> so I won that as well, then? No, I think. Uh, did John win it? No, we weren't in the fucking quiz. <laughs> <laughs> but we've already established that you've won, Stuart. Is it, is it yeah, no, but Stuart, I'm just saying. You don't even want to, uh... It was me against Nick. He ain't fucking won that one either. Fucking jog on. Stuart's going to need blood pressure pills if we go a whole season of these. I, th- I think. I think we need to tone this back a bit. You know, this is the whole fun of it. Stuart getting angry. <laughs> That's why we do it. Okay. So, um uh, that means that it's week four of Arsenal at the Emirates. Uh, I, I suggest that whoever asks questions next week makes them a bit harder. 
um, just to try and knock this <laughs> this well, run. I last week, I didn't really want to do it, so I'm sorry. So, uh, Stuart, you get to choose your opponent. Well, I'm going to go back to week one then, and I'm going to challenge John. Excellent. And John, you have to think of a subject that you'd like to be asked questions on. I don't know. Garden centres. <laughs> <laughs> Could be garden centres. How about black bacon? The history of black bacon. No. Sherry. No. <laughs> no. Um, Your favourite Arsenal player, John? Ever. Favourite Arsenal player ever? Ever. Uh, Petrovic. No, it's not Petrovic. My favourite Arsenal player ever is is actually Frank Stapleton. But right, so do you want that? Yeah, go on in. I'll do Frank Stapleton. All right, at Arsenal. Arsenal, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Frank Stapleton's Arsenal career is John's next uh, topic. And I've got Arsenal at the Emirates in the Champions League. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm sticking with that because I, I, I am fucking getting great at it. Well, consider I'll just can I, same can I just say, you. can I just say, did anybody watch <coughs> Go for it on Saturday night? Uh, no, as soon as there isn't a landlord from a pub we go to on it, I'm not really interested. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, what I happened? Wa- I watched it on Saturday, and um, there was all the. You know, bloke breaking apples in half with his hands and all that shit. Yeah. They've rebadged you bet, basically. But, yeah, they? but then there was this guy who said he could name any 90s record played backwards. Right. And, and Grace was sitting on my lap on the settee and we're she watching said it. Do that as well. And, yeah, right? So they started playing it. Well, he got... You get, I think he had 10, 10 records, yeah. but he had to get eight out of ten. And if so, he, he could obviously make the mistake. Well, he got all eight. Well, I got seven out of eight right, and the only reason I didn't get the other one was because fucking Grace was talking. <laughs> but she was she was mesmerised by the fact I was going, oh yeah, it's the rhythmics, whatever. I can't remember which one it was now. But I was Sweet getting it, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. But I was getting every single... And she looked at me as if I'd seen the programme before. And this bloke was on there winning a £1,000. So I wouldn't mind one week being challenged to listening to records blow backwards. Why don't you try and apply for it and do Arsenal at the Emirates in the Champions League? Yeah, <laughs> fuck it, I will do. I will do. Arsenal football chance play I don't back think that would make great telly. Uh, well, it doesn't matter if I win a bag of sand. But yeah, no. Let's think about that for the next time you lose, uh, Stuart. You might yeah, that's do unlikely. The, uh, the um... funny thing is, I've got a record player. Yeah, well, that's what they did. They had the records on, and they had a DJ yeah. there just scratching it backwards. Mine will be how many Black Sabbath tracks played backwards? Because you know, <laughs> <laughs> actually make more sense. Play well, plan, plan forwards. I wouldn't. Oh, sisters of mercy. Yeah, yeah, I'm only into Kylie Minogue, so... I don't own any of her records, I'm afraid. Oh, I do. And so still, still would only like to be into her, he's not actually into her. Yeah, I should be so lucky. <laughs> right, so um, next week we've got... Well, this week coming up, we've got uh, Nottingham Forest. 
Yay! I'm sure we'll see some of the more fringe players. Stuart, in that game. Jeff, Jeff, so going to play Granite Xhaka. Yeah, marched out of the ground by the police. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll probably get a game. Still get wankered in Nottingham for Nottingham Town Centre. Go to the casino, get banned from there, and won't actually see the game. That's pretty much standard. Yeah, form. no, I'm going or, with a, I'm going with a police officer. Take uh, the police officer. Make sure you take your knife and fork uh, for your free buffet. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. What, what's, yeah. The, what's it called? The priory. The priory roundabout. Yeah. Not the, uh, um, uh, what are they just saying? off the A50. Harvester, is it? Harvester yeah. or no, Carvery, Toby Carvery yeah. on the private roundabout. Right, okay. I'll on, ask because uh, he's from round there. So on Brian Clough Way, on Brian Clough Way, as you go down there, I think you get to the, I think it's the A52 or whatever it is, leading into Nottingham itself, near the university. Excellent. So, free meal there on the way. Um, yeah. Just say John sent you. I'll try and I'll try and I'll try and ping some pictures up on WhatsApp. Uh, well, how are Nottingham Forest now? Are they any good? I mean, they lost they at home to Norwich, so they're no good. No, they're not. Norwich ain't a bad side, are they? They've got Lansbury and Bentner. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. They've still got... Um, and they've got that Asa, Asa Belonga. Yeah. They have like two or three managers every season, don't they? They're one of those kind of clubs. Did they, have quite, they, they had quite a good run in the FA Cup last year, or am I imagining that? Well, I think you're imagining that. Um, but but they're mean, not a bad side. They're, they're not, not a bad, bad championship side. side, so we could get embarrassed. Nick? No. There's always Nick. that Did chance. you say Bentner was at Norwich? Not no, Bentner's at Forest. And so is Landry. Nicholas yeah. Bentner. Nicholas yeah. Bentner. I can't believe that. Yeah. Fuck me, he's been there two weeks. They're just pr- proving that it's not all about football on our lot in Block 5. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> predictions for that one? I'm going to go Regulation. with... Uh, we only got to play one game and it's penalties. I'm going to go for a hopeful 2-1 win. Okay. Oh, I'm going to have a bit of 3-2 Arsenal. 3-0. Um, well, I'm, Forrest, John. No, Arsenal. Will it go straight to penalties on the night? <laughs> no, it goes extra time. And then penalties. Oh, and do you know what? I fucking hope it does. I reckon it's going to go to penalties. I'd rather bent the score because I reckon that will finish about, what, quarter to 11? Yeah. Time to get yeah. out of the ground. And then we've got a three and a half hour fucking so, ride home. So Stuart's, so Stuart's going to be there asleep while a copper drives him all the way home while he snores. <laughs> he well, I was going to take, I was going to take a little bit of three times. I was going to take some substance with me. What Stella? Yeah, let's just yeah. say Stella as it's going out publicly live. You know, what I mean, <laughs> going out in the public. But what let's other? just say it's Stella. What were there's you on? There's only one substance for me, man. Man. <laughs> when he says substance, he means alcohol. He's not a drug taker, are you, Stuart? No. You're a bit like uh, Olympic athlete, um, what's her name? Uh, the cyclist. <laughs> what, trick cyclist? No, what's the, I can't remember her name. It's not worth I'll just take that out. <laughs> Kevin Keegan. In fact, I think I'll take out the whole sorry episode that we've just gone through. Kevin um, Keegan. Kevin Keegan superstars. Kevin Keegan on superstars. Did Malcolm McDonald had the bad crash. No, it's Kevin Keegan. Kevin Keegan had the crash. Yeah. Uh, Malcolm McDonald shot the table. Uh, <laughs> in the shooting. That's what I remember about. That's all I remember about superstars. So, um, 
the uh, next match at home on the weekend before we next see each other will be uh, the Chavs and uh, I think Diego Costa if Xhaka plays Diego Costa will get Xhaka sent off well I mean he he has been scoring the goals hasn't he uh, Costa which is he he had a bit of a, a barren spell Last year at times, didn't he? And then, but Chelsea. No, personally, been... I think Jacker should just take him out in the first minute, literally break a leg. I think Costa should be booked before he even walks onto the pitch. <laughs> he certainly sure. hasn't changed his spots in any way, has he? No, he should play exactly Jacker and El Nenny. Jacker should take him down and break one leg. El Nenny slides in and fucking kicks him in the head. Well, I mean, I think last year he was he didn't go anywhere near Koscielny, did he? He was. He made sure that he targeted um, Mertesacker. So it's whether he will go I don't after Mustafi. I think Mustafi's a pretty worldwide, you know, he's a pretty smart player. Um, yeah. But I, I agree with you. <laughs> oh, sorry, if, if they're going to win the game, it's because he's going to do something yeah. positively or childish or both, you know. Well, let's hope I don't see them being a really good side this year, Chelsea. I just well, I mean, they they're struggling, aren't they? They haven't uh, had a fantastic start. I mean, they've got um, John. They had, to, they had to keep John Terry in because they didn't replace him. Fabregas is 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 kind of a busted. Fl- I've said that he's going to fucking score. You know, he'll have a blinder on at the weekend. But the two will have a blinder because he's been playing well this season. William. Yeah, I mean, William's probably been their best player for the last... Yeah, they missed him last season when he was out. Yeah, I think, I mean, um, Ivanovic is a liability. He really is. I mean, he's a disgrace. I mean, I, I guess probably uh, Conte would want... Um, uh, would want three at the back like he plays at Juventus and the, it would be a lot more tight. But they kind of started that way against a team like Liverpool. Quite defensive, quite negative... And got beaten. Uh, I would hope that we've got the kind of attacking flair to get through them this time. But so often they just seem to the game seems to be ruined when we play them. Yeah, sendings off and yeah, antics. You've got to play Giroud. You've got to play Giroud. If if John Terry's not fit, which it's fifty fifty. If he's not fit, and they're going to play Louise, you you play Giroud up top and. And let him muscle around in front of them too. Well, just just I just, just just go on to Louise and, and yeah, and just let let the others let the others if if Theo is going to come to the party and Sanchez, let let's have some fun with them. Let's have and definitely play. Jack. Sure, we said this last year. Yeah, I know, but it was so disappointing last year because they were pretty. They were on. I mean, they were having a terrible run at that time, weren't they? When they they came. were the worst modern Chelsea team last year, weren't they? But they still managed to get one of our players sent off and beat us. Uh, we lost to him twice. Yeah, I don't but see they... that happening. I, I think Mustafi looks good. I think he looks a good player, a solid. You know, everyone was slating, you know, or saying about how bad we were in Paris, but he threw everything on the line. Or yeah. I'm not saying he, I'm not saying he was a great player, but Mustafi and and Koscielny, along with Ospina, were were absolutely superb. But what you know, there was nothing in front of them, yeah. so they they all did fantastically. So I, I've got no quibble back there. I, th- I think that'll be all right. And 
I've got a feeling Mustafi will, will laugh at, at fucking Costa. I just, I just think he'll, if it's not him, because Shelney will. I, I think they'll pick that up. It, it, I don't see Chelsea scoring if we go for it. I really don't see them getting a goal. And I'm going to put my neck on the line. I'm going to go Arsenal win 2-0. Okay. Arsenal lose 3-1. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm going to say uh, I think we might nick it 1-0 if we can oh, keep was... it to 0-0 in the first half. So I, 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 I still see that we haven't got that killer instinct at home. They seem to play under a lot of pressure at home. I'm even gonna I'm even gonna say Perez is gonna get his first goal. Well that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. So, so I've got nil, so I've got nil nil or or, or like four nil or four one. Well yeah. I'd take I'd take nil nil. I'd take nil nil. I'll go I'll go three nil. There you go. Who, Chelsea. Arsenal. <laughs> so um Thanks, boys. Uh, we'll see mm-hmm. you next week. And um, have a good one. Well. Come on, you good. Good. Uh-oh.